Listen up or run for cover. Dropping knowledge from the people who have it to the people who need it. The, the, the real Bradley Bombs is dropping. What it is, Bradley back again with another episode of Dropping Bombs today in the studio, folks. As you're probably aware, I've got a real treat for you. This one's a real one, though. Brandon T. Adams, what's cracking? How you doing, man? Folks, if you guys don't know who Brandon T. Adams is, you better, better get out from underneath your rock. He's an Emmy Award winning producer, host of a TV series called Success in Your City, a podcaster, Speaker, of course, inventor. You list inventor. I like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm a bit of an inventor. Are you? Advisor. Dude, the dude does a bunch of shit, man. So we're going to get busy, talk about stuff that he's learned. Matter of fact, success in your city and the new book you have out. What's the book called? The Road to Success. So it's all about success. Apparently, Brandon T. Adams has some tidbits on success. Yeah. Yeah, definitely going to share it today. Yeah, good. So we're going to we're going to we're going to drill down and figure out how you got past problems or people can. Have you ever heard dropping bombs? Yeah. Good. You know that we're just going to shoot the shit then. I uh, dude, I love your show. And you also know you also know if I smell any nonsense, I know. I'll tell you. <laughs> and then of course, you're looking for one of those. Sweet. <laughs> Drop some bombs. Hey, but you baby. don't you don't get to decide I get to decide. I don't, I don't get a little button where I can press a no, I drop tried a bomb that. button. Didn't work. I uh, tried it. Didn't work. But anyway, I'm glad, you, I'm glad you came all the way to town. I, I'm glad you were here to do... What are you doing here? You got some event, don't you? Yeah, doing a book meetup. I've actually... I drove here from Minnesota. So this is my fifth event in five days. I got one in LA tomorrow, and then I'm driving back to Minnesota. Yeah, so it's almost like a press junket. Yeah, Honestly, I wanted to get the fuck out of the house. I wanted to meet people. I wanted to have some connections. I mean, that's where the real business is made. I mean, the book tour is fun and all, but... Mm. Hear what he said, folks? That is. That is. It is. I mean... Yeah, I keep telling people, more hands shake, more money you make. You don't even need... People are like, oh, I need a big event. I need 100 people there. Some of my best deals have happened when there's three or four of us sitting around, having a drink, talking, and then you follow up. And then all of a sudden, it might happen a week later, it might happen a year later. But the thing is, if you talk to enough people, it eventually leads to something. Amen. So, you wrote your book by yourself, but you, but you. No, but, my wife and I wrote it. Oh, together. your wife and I thought I thought your wife and you did the show. We did the show and wrote the book. Oh, so you guys are like freaking inseparable. Yeah, Miss Rosine. Yeah, Rosine. Brand, Brandon T. Adams and Samantha Rosine and Samantha Rosine married yes why the different last names <laughs> oh i've just she hasn't changed it yet how long you been married we got married our anniversary's coming up so october 13th i better say that right oh you just got married we got married it'll be two years october oh no 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 two years is far too long <laughs> why is the name not changing that's the question samantha i know you're listening right now Samantha, I love you, but I doubt she's listening. Oh, she will be she, listening. She knows. She can repeat line for line every talk I do, everything. What's her Instagram? Samantha. Uh, I think she changed it. It was Samantha J. Rosine. I should know this. It's Samantha Fitness. Okay, folks, everybody listening, do me a favor. Go tag Samantha Fitness in this podcast. Whenever this is on my social and you see it on my social, just tag her ass. <sighs> She'll be wondering what the hell she needs to listen to. The bomb squad will make sure that she listens to it. Uh, and all I'm la- all I'm asking for is why why the names are different. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, would I you pref- at- would you prefer personally? Would you prefer personally? I should introduce you to this guy. Let's do it. Oh, you should want me to introduce you to that guy. Um, I can't only because it'll take. I mean, he we talk forever. No, yeah. But hey, Samantha, just I was just busting his chops before we got on here, so I told him I'd bust your chops a little bit for not changing your name. He said it was his fault, so it was my give, fault. give him a hug. He's not really a bad guy. I was just poking him. So, dude, let me ask you a question. You, you don't look very old. What are you, 30 or something? I'm 30. 30 years old. So 18 years old, who were you? Where were you? I was in Ames, Iowa. I was selling moonshine out of my uh, apartment. 
I was doing a lot of alcohol drinking. I was doing a lot of partying, and I was fucking lost, man. I mean, Ames, Iowa. Ames, Iowa. That's not the small, small town. No, it's 50,000. I'm from Garnerville, Iowa, a town of 700 people. So I, I, I grew up basically surrounded by cornfields in Iowa. Yeah. And yeah. so what made, what, what made you move to Ames? So I went to Iowa State. I somehow got through Iowa State. I got a 1.68 my first semester. I got kicked out of the dorms for fighting. Um, college was not really my thing, but um, where my life changed, I read a book called Think and Go Rich. Sure. And then I realized that if you want something in life, you have to, one, believe in yourself. You have to have the right mindset. But two, you got to actually fucking take action. Everybody talks about, oh, I got the ideas, everything else. If you don't execute and take action, nothing will happen. And so what I realized is I had to do a lot of shit, learn from my mistakes, and then eventually things would fall into place. Took me a while. (laughs) Oh, I just came up with a joke, but I'll tell it to you later. I can't. Oh, my God. That's good. I know you're a comedian. No, no, it was just, it, you'll, you'll hear it and you just tell me if it was dumb or not. So, so Ames, Iowa, 18 years old, selling moonshine. That's obviously illegal. Apple pie is basically moonshine. It's But it's legal or no legal? It's technically legal, but none of us were of age. I was selling it in the dorms. That's called the illegal, Brandon. Okay, it was illegal. Yeah, so you're busting the law. It was over law. 10 years ago, so I'm- Whatever. Gonna... You're 18 years old. You're busting the law. You're slinging moonshine in Ames, Iowa. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, you got TV shows, you got success books, yeah. you're running around with Miss Samantha Rosine. What's going on? What happened? What was the transition? Yeah, so I got my first mentor. I was in, uh, I had to get extra uh, credit for a class. And- no, 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 I don't want to interrupt you, but yeah. when you say mentor, did yeah. you pay the individual? I eventually did, yeah. Yeah, I actually dropped... Uh, I dropped almost 10 grand. Yeah, but when you say eventually, the reason I say this, because a lot of people say mentor. Now, mentor George, Chanos, George Chanos, for example, I consider him a mentor of mine. Why? Yeah. Well, because I can call and shoot the shit and ask some questions, get his opinion, and, he, and he'll, he'll give me his advice. That's mentoring. I don't pay George. Yeah. He was a consultant then. I, okay. Shout out to George. I love George. But you got a consultant. So a consultant. Good. Because uh, so there's a differentiator. I want everyone to know this, folks, people listening, you know, because I get asked a lot, you know, can I, will you be my mentor? Yeah. Well, well, that's not really what people mean when they say, I got a mentor. I found a mentor. It means that you you, you paid somebody to consult so, you. So I guess I look at it. He He's my mentor now. I don't pay him anymore. But I did. So from 20 years old, 21 to 23, I paid him. So I paid about 25 grand in two years. And I realized the power of finding somebody that already had done what you wanted to do. I took advantage, obviously, of the opportunity and his network. And then from there, I did my own thing. Yeah. Well, folks, pay attention to what Brandon's trying to tell you. Listen up. Paying, paying is what most people won't do. Because most people... Yeah, I have a lot they're, to say. They're scared, dude. They they well, they don't have no- they don't have the balls to take action. I mean, when you throw money down, when I was twenty one, I had to raise ten grand to get him as a consultant. People thought he was a scam. They said, like, he's going to just take your money. But I knew the power of having him in my life. So I went to. I was broke. I was out of college. I went to family and friends. I raised ten grand in. It was four weeks. I paid him cash. When people pay. The other person pays attention, both parties. And I worked my ass off to pay for that. But I I'd utilize it to make money from it. And again, if you're around the wrong people, I, I grew up in a small town. People are so small-minded. They're negative. They, they just don't understand the power of mentorship. So I had to get the fuck out of the town. I love going back, but for a short period of time. You got to be around people that think big and have already achieved what you want to achieve. And he was one of them. You want to name him? Cactus Jack Berenger. Really? It goes by Cactus Jack. He he sold- I thought you were going to say something like Carlton Sheets or something. No, no. He, he sold millions of dollars on infomercials. Why did, why did everybody say he was a scam? Because I was paying him 10 grand. <laughs> but he didn't have a reputation of scamming folks? No, he didn't. How come? Because he was a good guy. Hmm. Why would people think he did? 
because they didn't understand the power of investing in themselves. And I think if you grew up in a small area, if you, you don't know what you don't know, like the thought of throwing money down to get somebody to give you guidance, they don't, they're like, why would you pay for that? He should just give it to you. No, like his knowledge is valuable. Can't agree more. So you got this guy, you're 18, you scraped up 10 G's and what did he start teaching you? So at that time, uh, I had an invention idea called Arctic Stick. It was to cool and flavor drinks. It was to what? To cool and flavor drinks. So I, 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 no shit. Yeah. (laughs) He even says it like an inventor. Yeah. To cool and flavor drinks. I, I grew up in the ice business. So I sold packaged ice for a living since I was a kid. So I sold ice and I wanted a way to cool bottled beverages. I came up with this idea. I got a couple patents and trademarks, spent over a hundred grand. I didn't make shit back. But what happened is I learned from doing that, how to launch products. I learned how to raise money. I learned all these other things. And along the way, it led to me doing other things like producing shows and, and stuff like that. But the invention didn't make me shit. Hmm. But I learned. Learned a lot. What'd you do with that knowledge? So I got into crowdfunding back in 2014. And so like Kickstarter Indiegogo, I started helping people raise money for their ideas. And so where my break was, I helped a guy named John Lee Dumas raise, we did 453 grand in 33 days for his book. So we did about half a million. He went on to do over a million for the book. And after I did that, all of a sudden everybody wanted to work with me. So I started doing crowdfunding and fundraising. But the key component to raising money was a video. As you know, it's getting a compelling video, the right interpretation, the emotion behind it, explain the product. And so I realized I enjoyed creating the video more than raising the money. So I got more into doing video content. I started, had a D-Rock kind of like a guy following me around filming. This was in 14? This was in 15, 16. And then where my break came after that was uh, a guy named Greg Roulette came to me and said, hey, I got this pilot run of a TV show. It's called Ambitious Adventures. If you help me raise the money for it, you can be my co-host. I said, fuck yeah, let's do it. So we raised money. We launched a show. We, it was good, a great show. I mean, it's on Amazon Prime. We, try, we had a deal with Entrepreneur Network. We had on there. But we found out how fucking hard it was to self-produce a show and try to get it with a big network. And so after I did that, I didn't look back. I just kept doing more video content. I've spent over, it's not a huge amount, but I've, I've spent probably 600 grand of my own money in video. And it's well worth it. Would you consider yourself a content creator? Uh, yeah, video producer, content creator. Well, you just hear the buzzword nowadays, content creator. Yeah, there's a... What is that? You create content, but you got to create good content. You can't just fucking create a video and put it up and, okay, it's valuable. I know, but when I said, are you a content creator? I'm a video I, producer. I, I, saw, I saw a little bit of like almost, almost disdain mean, for, the, for the title. I mean, I, I, there's, there's all these like so-called influencers, right? And sometimes when I hear the word influencer, I get a sour taste in my mouth because like you can buy a fucking following on social media. You can, you can make yourself perceived as an influencer online saying, hey, like I got my life made. I got it figured out. I'm 20 years old making X amount of dollars. Like that's what I think about when I hear content creator or influencer sometimes. Um, a lot of people, they don't understand how to actually turn videos into money. They actually turn it into an opportunity to make money. They create it. Like there's influencers, as you know, they have big followings and they still don't know how to monetize their following. I only have between all my social media platforms, probably I think it's 45, 50,000 followers, not huge, but I know how to monetize it. I know how to utilize it to actually make money with it. And yeah, I want to keep growing my social media following, but you want to get the right followers. That's for sure. Yeah. I'm a big proponent of that. Why does my voice sound like Barry White right now, doesn't it? I don't know. See, he doesn't hear what we hear. When you hear through the headphones, it's way different. <laughs> we got, we got the on. Well, that's why I keep lowering it down. But anyway, so yeah, I totally agree with you. Now, now, that also means like a real show is did not. I mean, technically, it's content, but a content creator to me is like what we do here with my yeah. guy, and we just throw out some content. Like, you guys have great content. Yeah, but, I love that, your but, content. but that's a content creator yeah. type thing in my book. It's like, oh, the dude just makes some shit for social but media. But you're the real deal. Yeah, but you- You're the real you deal. Make, you make full- 
like a show. Yeah, you have shows. That's that's you got a script. You have a you have a film crew. You got post production. Like this shit ain't cheap. It's a lot of work. It takes time to it gets scored. Yeah. Do you score your show? Yeah, you have people that come in and they put the music in and all that. <laughs> See, now that's a real. That's probably why when I said, are you a content creator? You kind of, your butt puckered a little because you're above that. I mean, I guess I'm a content, I do, I create 99% of my content with a phone. But the other small percentage is when you do a show. For example, our show, Success in Your City, it's only got five episodes. We've released two, we're slowly releasing more to elongate the, the promotion for it. I've got, I'm not quite 400,000, I think 350,000 into the show. Most of that money was my own. And we had a, and by the way, when we created the show, it's not like I got paid as a host. My wife didn't get paid. What happens is you got to really plan out this content. You got to strategize. You got to tell a story. You got to have a editor. You got to have the right crew. You got to get the right shot. You got to have the right lighting time. There's so much fucking shit, the sound involved with the TV show. And people don't realize it. And everybody comes to me, hey, how do you create your own show? I Hardly anybody's going to go do it because for one, they don't have the drive to go actually follow through with it. And two, man, it's it's getting the funding. I, again, I use my, my expertise in raising money to raise money to, in creative ways to fund the shows. I never, most people have a network deal. So what happens is people go and they pitch a pilot and then they hope that Netflix or some platform gives them money to go film it. Most people never get past that stage. They do a pilot and nothing happens. I'm the kind of guy, I'm like, fuck it. We're just going to go do it. And then let's go try to sell it to network. But either way, we're going to launch it. We're going to utilize our entrepreneurial skills to monetize it. And that's what I did. Not many people do that. It's it's difficult. Yeah, but you learn to take action, obviously, because I'm seeing a thread that you just take action a lot. You take action a lot. Um, it's definitely put me close to bankruptcy a couple times. Uh, it, it's put me in very difficult situations, but uh, luckily I'm glad I went through with it because I've came out on top. So if someone's listening to this, having a little problem, wishing they could have more, be more, do more, and they're like, well, I'm willing to take action. I just don't know what to do. Just fucking do. Like, hey, if you're listening right now, you want to create your own show, DM me at Brandon C. Adams and I'll tell you what to do. But most of you, of you won't do it. You know what you got to do. You just don't do it because you don't, you're not willing to make the sacrifice. I mean, it isn't easy and you're going to fail a lot. You're going to hear no's. People are going to tell you your your show sucks. They're going to tell you that you're wasting your fucking time. But if you really believe in what you're doing, you'll keep persisting with it. And eventually it might not form out what you originally thought it was going to be, but it'll turn into something. 100%. Now, where can people see this show? Amazon Prime? Go to Amazon Prime. Where can they get the book? The books, uh, you could go to our site at successinyourcity.com or it's, I mean, it's Barnes and Noble, Amazon, everywhere. Everywhere. Go get that book, folks. I'm just going to say it right there in case we forget because we're going to get into some conversation. And if I forget to plug this book, I'm going to be screwing my- my I'm looking forward to your book, by the way. I already pre-ordered it. I'm waiting for it, man. When do I get it? It's coming soon, man. (laughs) Real soon. It's coming real soon. Um, but dude, I want to get into where, because the book obviously talks about success. Yeah. The show's about success. Yeah. Have you seen Undercover Billionaire, by the way? I don't think so. It's a new show out. It's, well, it's been out, but this guy goes, starts a company from scratch, see if he can make a million dollar company within 90 days. First nice. ep- First episode, he almost did it, but didn't do it. So I think they're coming out with a new undercover billionaire. Mm-hmm. We won't say who it is, but we know who it is. We know who it is. Yeah. So, hey, let me ask you a question, Brandon. You yep. grew up working with your father in the in the package ice business. <clears throat> was it his business? Yeah, he started in 1986. So he was a entrepreneur. Yeah, I was, I was born and raised a Spartan entrepreneur. He, really? Yeah. So do you think that accredits to your success? Oh, totally. I mean- I didn't have a silver spoon. Uh, six years ago, I bought the business from my father. Two years ago, I sold it, which was hard because I never thought I'd ever sell. Was family. he pissed? No, he was at peace. He's retired now. He because you said I'll never. I, I didn't think I'd sell the family business. You were going to say it. Yeah, I felt it. It was. I mean, I was the only one that had the desire to be in it. But I realized I didn't want to sell frozen water for the rest of my life because it just didn't fulfill me. 
Was it good frozen water? Yeah, it was, it was good ice. <laughs> How was your ice better than anyone yeah, else's it was ice? good ice. What, what was the difference between your ice and everyone else's? Just it's good ice. It gives you a better experience when you're drinking your bourbon or whatever drink you have. Why though? It's tubed ice. It has a hole in the center so that it cools in the inside and out. See, I, I, was, I, I didn't even know that. I, I can sell ice to an Eskimo. But, we, but all, all kidding aside, my wife has an ice machine that makes this little pellet ice. Oh, yeah. The, Wait. The, the, the pellet ice, man, that little Wait, the crushed. Little ones? Yeah, the, oh, that's pretty like, good. I like that. Everybody loves it. Everybody yeah. comes over. They're like, oh, you got that ice. It's like I keep thinking, why, why doesn't everyone use the same ice maker? Yeah. It's an ice maker, but it's that crushed pellet ice. Yeah. Did you guys have that? No. Okay. So, so, so we had tube dice. (laughs) All right. So anyway, you had kick ass ice, but you're just not into ice. So you said, I'm selling the business. Yeah. I had sold ice my entire life. I mean, I, I sold it when I was 27, 28. Um, I, beyond working in my dad's business, he was a wholesale distributor of Arctic Glacier ice. There, there was second or I think first largest uh, manufacturer and producer of ice in the country. And so uh, we bought it from them. We sold it. Retail stars, bars, all that. While I, once I got out of college, I was developing my invention. I was working in the family business. I eventually bought the business from my dad. But I also worked in corporate for 16 months because I wanted to see what it was like at a high level. Yeah. I was 23. I was managing was eight facilities. It was only 50 people. But I just, I saw what it was like to be like the king of ice I literally was managing, it, it wasn't huge, like a $10 million territory. But I saw how much work I had to do. And I realized, dude, I can only make this much money and I got to fucking work my ass off nonstop, have no life, work holiday weekends. I'm like, this is not for me. So that was like my moment of realizing I want to do something more than just selling ice. I want to use my head and not my back. And so you just took action again. I took action. Yeah, Sold my, the business. My dad always told me, he said, Son, you don't want to be in the ice business. He's had a herniated disc. His back's killing him. He said, use your brain. And I eventually did. Dude, I almost like see a parallel from from back in my day. Except my dad didn't give me a business. And I couldn't fucking sell one to save my life because I couldn't build one. But dude, I can tell you right now, you've been an entrepreneur from day one. Yeah. And it, it, when I'm sitting here thinking, it sounds like you're an old soul. But yeah. but but I got to realize this is all happening recently. Yeah. Like when you said you're married, I'm thinking, oh, shit, how long? 10, 15 years? It's like, no, two years. Like you, you just had the ice business not five years ago. Yeah, it was sold February 25th of 2019. Yeah, so all this all this shit's happening right now to it's, you. I'm right in the moment, yeah, yeah. Right on, all right. Now catch me up to speed, folks. See, now you're gonna be able to shoot him out a message and ask him as he's going through or figure out a way you can help a brother out. What do you think about asking for help? I ask for help every day. I think the more you ask, the more you get. That's, Don't be afraid. I mean, what the least I can say is no. Like there's been times I was like, I don't know if I want to ask. I don't want to ask for that sale. I don't want to ask for that money. And then I say, screw it, I will. And then usually when I do that, the person I least think will will buy or, or give me money, they do. So how many how many uh, uh, shows do you put on or plan on putting on and how many cities are you going to? Yeah, so when we did the show in 2018, we, attend, we tended to do 12 cities in 12 months. It wasn't sustainable. Like we, we did the first couple and we ended up doing six cities and we filmed five episodes. Um, for me, my plan is we'll get this show out and eventually what I'll do is I'll do a spinoff of a travel entrepreneurship show where I'm, I'm the host and it's just me traveling around. Well, what about your wife? She ain't going to like that. She, no, she, she actually doesn't care to be in front of the camera at all. Well, would she be traveling with you? Probably. You'd have to. Yeah. You only been married two years. You go away for too long, dude. You won't be married very long. <laughs> <laughs> take it from me uh, that's funny yeah but uh but uh i like the idea i like the concept so dude how do you make your money then where i make my money is i advise companies so i advise companies i get paid retainers and i get paid a small percentage of the company to advise them on what video marketing branding strategic relationships so what i did is when i traveled the country 
in, in, in the past six years, I put on over a hundred of my own events, whether masterminds, big events, up to 500 people. Um, and I built connections with the speakers. I built connections with so many people. And I started learning from my mentors on how to make money at a higher level. And I'll, I'll do a shout out to my, uh, he was just on here, Kevin Harrington. Oh yeah. Kevin Harrington literally changed my life. Like, so Cac, going back to Cactus Jack Behringer. Cactus Jack Behringer made a deal with Kevin on Shark Tank a long time ago when Kevin was on Shark Tank. And Cactus Jack had always talked about him. He did infomercials with him because Kevin invented the infomercial. I I always study people. Like before I came to the show, I studied you. I study anybody I want to understand and learn and how to do business with. I studied Kevin Harrington. I read his books. I listened to everything. Took me five months to negotiate a deal with his assistant to get him to fly to Iowa of all places. At the time, I didn't have the money, but I made a deal to hire him to speak at my event. And I didn't have the money at the time. I was actually willing to sell my pickup if I didn't get the sponsor in. I got the sponsor and he flew to my event. And from that event, I built a relationship with him. And this starts, sometimes when you start a, a relationship, you wanna build a connection, you might have to pay. But eventually it could turn into a mentorship. From that event in 2016, we've done, we have investment in five companies together. Um, we, he's the executive producer of our show. We put the forward to our book. Kevin has made me a lot of money and I've made him a lot of money. And a lesson learned for mentorship is you want a great mentor, find somebody that's already achieved what you want to achieve. And the, if you want to become somebody, whatever it is, find somebody like that's done it and make them money. Don't say, hey, will you mentor me? Fucking make them money. And then they will listen and then you'll make money too. Do you think like the COVID is affecting you with the events and the- benefits? Actually, COVID's been- actually a success in disguise for me. I mean, I was speaking before COVID um, weekly at events. Uh, we were, man, we were gonna speak uh, in Canada with Grant Cardone, Kevin Hart, all this big, like we were gonna have a 2,500 person event. We were gonna do a lot of money at that event. And then all of a sudden a week before COVID hits, I went from weekly to no events speaking. But it actually helped me because of going and connecting with people via Zoom actually got more deals, big deals during COVID than I did when I was doing the speaking. So it actually helped me. So, so do you ever know anybody with COVID? I, so I had family members that had it, friends that had it. I actually know a lot of people that had it. Had it with symptoms? They had it. They had it. How do you know? Because, well, symptoms and I think a couple more tested. The, my friends back home, they joked, they said, they had worse hangovers. Yeah, so how do you know they had it? Tests aren't um, accurate. Because they went to an event, a social event, and there was a couple hundred people and 50 of them got it and they got tested positive for it. Hmm. Interesting. How do you feel about COVID? I don't... Uh, you don't want to go there? No, I mean, I just don't believe it. I think it exists. Obviously, people, are, people have died from it, but the 200,000 deaths and oh my God... There's no, there's not 200,000 deaths. It's been proven that they're counting every death as a COVID death. Mm -hmm. so, and and so, they're actually incentivized by in the hospitals to call it COVID because they get yeah. reimbursed money. So that's what I mean by, eh, I, don't, I don't buy it. Now, do I believe it exists? Yes. Yeah, it do, I, exist. do, I, do I believe you can get it? Yes. Have people gotten it? Yes. Will it go around? Yes. I believe in it. I just don't believe in it. It's, it was way overhyped. I knew it. Well, that's what the media does. Yeah, it was overhyped, and, and there's and I think there's a purpose of why, and I just don't think it's been revealed yet. But I think keep watching, folks. We'll figure out. It might be ten years from now, but we'll know why this happened eventually. When you get a chance, go home. I don't. You probably don't watch a lot of TV. Um, I watch a shitload. Well, watch uh, Plandemic, and then watch Plandemic in Doctrine. Uh, a guy named Mickey created it. Just watch it. Let I saw Plandemic right when it came out, or not when it came out, like when it hit the internet. Yeah. You're talking about that viral it's on, video? It's on London Real TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. That's cray, cray. There, also, have you seen the Fall Cabal QAnon ones? No. Go to YouTube Fall Cabal. There's like 10 videos. Yeah, Crazy. They won't, they won't allow this on YouTube. They take it down. You yeah. have to have a hosted site that you own. Exactly. I talked to you. You ever heard of Dr. Richard, or not Richard. Dr. Rashid Batar. Uh, I think he was, was he on your show? Yeah. And yeah. I got like, I put him up 
million and a half views in like two days and then boom it said shut it oh down. yep they shut it right down because we were talking about this so we better quit talking about this yeah i don't want to get yeah let's stop talking about this away. dude hey folks if you guys want to know go to my secret site no i'm just joking um, but yeah, I don't buy it. I don't buy COVID. I don't like the masks. The masks don't work. I think it's all going to go away here pretty soon. I'm hoping anyway, but if it doesn't, I don't really give a shit. You know why? You because adapted. That's right. Because I, it, it's not going to affect me. Uh, the president's not going to affect me. The mayor's not going to affect me. Nothing's going to affect me unless I affect myself. So I just look good for you good for them the the elections whatever obviously i've got my preferences yeah okay but guess what if he loses what are you gonna do yeah you're gonna adapt like one time the news came in here because i said to somebody and they wanted to send the news guy down here uh they're gonna raise taxes and i said so and they were talking to all the business owners and i was one of the ones there that said so they're like, well, we want to talk to you. So why, why don't you care if they raise your taxes? I said, well, you can't stop them. So you might as well just plan yeah. on making more money. I like your suggestion on the flat rate tax. Oh, I love the flat rate. I mean, I think that, I mean, I was watching your other show and it, I think that's, that'd be amazing. But, but dude, don't, don't think that all this shit actually affects us. The, the president, like, again, we want Trump, but at least I want Trump. But actually, I want a non-politician. That's what I want. Non-partisan, no. as George would call it. No, so, not, no, non-politician. I want someone like Trump. Trump wasn't a politician. He was a businessman. He's in politics now, and he might be becoming a politician very quickly. I prefer non-politicians. I think every- uh, I agree four, with you. I, I, think, agree I, with I you. think I think there should be term limits. I think it should be a voluntary position. Mm -hmm. Huh? Which damn near is not paid very much, but anyway, I think I think it. You get these incumbents that have been in there for a hundred years, and they got everything locked, and that's where the backroom deals are, and that's whose brothers are multi-billionaires because they've told them where the roads are going, and you know it's just. I think it's backwards politicians. I think if if there were no politicians in there, we'd be better off. I believe, but that's just I, me. I I hundred percent agree with you. But I do want Trump to win. Why? Because he's a non-politician. You know, mm -hmm. he's a businessman and this, and this country is a business and we need to get our business in order. Look at the shit now, dude, with the protesters. What are what do you, I mean, what do you think the dangers of protests are? I live in Edina, Minnesota. The protests were in my backyard. Like there was fires, there was fucking armored cars down the street. We had curfews. It, it was, it was stupid. Like, I was like, what is going on here? And it, uh, the media doesn't help. I mean, they just, all they want to do is show everything that's bad. They want to show nothing good. And act like it's everywhere. And like it's everywhere. Because I mean, it was happening. I saw it in my backyard, but like, it wasn't. Not actually in your backyard. I mean, basically. Yeah, like, like here. I'm sure they've uh, rioted here in Vegas, but it's been downtown and like, you know, yeah. I haven't seen any of it. Is that my backyard? No. So the like, armored car was in my backyard though. So like you heard some shit and you look out. You're, 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 this is no shit. This was on May 31st. Uh, four cops went on the, the four ways. Armored car came down and a guy with a bulletproof vest and a shotgun jumped out. And they went on the intercom and said, get inside, stay inside. That happened. I literally watched it. I think I got a video somewhere on my phone. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? And I felt safe because I carry. I mean, I own like 16 guns. So knowing that I had a gun, I'm like, man, I feel better about myself if something does happen. Do you own guns? Come on, man. What, Tell what, the what's, truth. What's your handgun that you have that's your go-to? Just a Glock. Glock 40 is what I got. That's right. Extended barrel. Very yeah. simple. Yeah. You know, it's it, it works. If you can get past that, dude, I got bigger problems. Yeah. But, but at the end of the day, um, I think backyard means literally what you're explaining now. So- you did see it in your backyard. Yeah. And it's a small town or no? Because Minneapolis, where they're Edina, riding, that's so Minneapolis, 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 right? Minneapolis is 10 minutes from Edina. I used to live in Minneapolis. Edina is like a- How do you a, keep picking weird places to live? Her family's in Minnesota and we want to be closer to family. So why Edina? Just seemed like the place. <laughs> okay. 
There's no story. No, not really. Everybody has a story. Like people always say, why Vegas? I said it was a bad acid trip. You ever taken acid? No. So you're like a good kid raised properly. I've done shrooms. Similar. Yeah. Anyway, so so what do you think of the dangers of protesting? Man, dude, this like this stuff is just bullshit like all of it going on like again the media makes it worse than it is the protesting like i don't get into it because it, it just doesn't help my life i don't watch the news do you, like, think, it, do you think it's do you think it's a, a good thing or a bad thing the protesting yeah i don't and don't confuse it with rioting and looting yeah i mean i guess i understand if people are protesting on their own beliefs we live in america you can do that but there's a different be- difference between protesting and then people that are going and burning things and, and trashing things and feeling they can get away with it. Like yeah, that, that's rioting and looting. That's yeah, looting. That's, I don't agree with that. Yeah. Me either. I don't know why, but somebody texts me, ask him what's the dangers of protesting. <laughs> so, so there you go. I figured maybe you had some sort of story. Nah, I didn't have a story. Dude, what I want to talk to you about is success. Because again, I mean, you're writing this shit like freaking you've had massive amounts of success. It's all just starting to blow up for you. It doesn't sound like you're a multi-billionaire. Did you sell the company for a shitload of money or something? Not a billion, no. I didn't sell for a lot of money. I didn't. Uh, the question you got to ask yourself is what is success? I mean, everybody's going to ask that. To you and I, like we have similar versions of success. I can tell based on I know you. Uh, we like to make money. We like to help people. We like to sell. Uh, we like to communicate, create content. Now, you look at some people, maybe making money isn't their thing. Maybe they just want to go and chill and relax and do their thing. If that's what they want to do, awesome, as long as they don't complain about it. So success is what you make it. I think the first question everybody should ask themselves, what is success to me in my business life? in my relationship life, in my hobbies. See, that's another thing. Your book title says, How to Achieve Success in Business, Life, and Love. Yeah. Why love? Because when you read the book, we, when we did that trip around the country, we, I mean, at one point we were with each other 110 days straight, whether it was in a hotel room, VRBO, wherever it was. And we were planning our wedding. And so all these things happening, so we went through a lot of obstacles. I mean, the wedding was called off a couple of times. We're filming this show. Um, during that time while filming the show is when I almost went bankrupt um, because I was going through all these business things. I was going through all these things in my life. And so the reason why I shared love in there and relationships, we learned about how to have a good relationship, how to um, get through that stuff together. I mean, if you can get through that, you can get through anything. If you can film a show together, let alone like Chip and Joanna Gaines, shout out to you. Like the fact you do a show together, business together, that's difficult. I don't know if you've ever had a business with your wife, but it's, uh, it's definitely challenging at times. So give me some hacks. How do you build love? How do you grow your love? Communication is a big one. I always say communication is so key. It's in everything. If people would just communicate and talk it through, even if you don't want to talk about it, like talk it through. I went and, I went and registered the website key communication. Key communication. Because it's that key. It's key communication. I'll give that idea if you want it. Nice. Okay, so communication, what else? Communication. Let's uh, say let's say right now I'm we're always I'm, date I'm, your fighting, wife. I'm fighting with my wife. We're not getting along. They're listening to this. Along comes Brandon, Brandon, Brandon T. Yeah, and says, and 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 Brad says, how do you fix my relationship? So pretend we're in a shitty little relationship. What would you do? Go home and do what tonight? Take him on a date. Literally, like I always date your wife. What if you don't have any money? It, you don't have to have money. It could be a date that literally costs nothing. You could go take her one, for a walk. Go for a walk. Watch Netflix. I don't know. Do something romantic. Use what you got. Make the most of it. Netflix and chill. Netflix and chill. Is that a date? That could be a date. All right. So take her for a date. What else? Take her for a date. Um, let her know she matters. I think so many people take things for granted. They get married and then, oh, I got her. Well, now I don't got to do shit, right? Yeah. No, always take them for dates. Always make them feel like they're important because they are. Next. Okay, that's two. What is that? Communication, take on a date, make them feel they matter. Um, have fun. Like, have fun. Like you, you gotta, you gotta, or, or be fun, be fun, have fun. Don't be fucking boring. Well, again, I mean, and you, ha- here's a one more. This is my brother. I gotta say this one. My brother 
shout out to my brother, Nick Adams. When he was uh, at, he created a speech for a wedding. He said, it's 100 to 100. It's not 50-50. Each person in the relationship, whether male, female, guy, guy, whatever it is, you both got to give 100%. It's not 50-50. So you both got to give it all. If one lacks, it's, it's going to, that's just like business. You both got to put in the work. It's mm, not easy. I like that one. That's a good one. Yeah. I've always wanted to be the guy that knows all the toasts. Yeah. Huh? That was a good one. I'm like, oh, that is a good one. That is a good one. Like, I'm going to a wedding this weekend. I might even use it. Use it. That's who called. Is that who called? Roman. Roman James. Where's the wedding? Um, basically in Del Mar. Oh, nice. Yeah. There'll be a lot of, like, I think the, the music is John Mayer and and um, Justin Bieber. It's like, well, fancy. There's only 85. You need a party. No, I forget what it is, but he's a... I'll come crash the wedding. He's a well-off dude that I just, you know, I just got to uh, get to know lately and um, invited me to his wedding. And I am and I was thinking just the other day, like, damn, dude, like, what, you know, what do you say? And, you know, who, when you raise a toast. And then I was thinking to myself, who's that guy that's always at the wedding that always has the kick-ass toast? Man, I need to start learning toasts. And then you just said that. And that is a good... 100 But that is a good premise for a toast. The whole 50-50, because that's what most people you hear at a wedding. Here's what you do. Oh, because it's 50-50 now, and it's like, nah. You can plug not. your show where you're at it. You can be like, hey, I was on a Dropping Bombs podcast interview guy, and I just, I got this really good idea, and then go into the 100-100. I can't, no, 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 no. I'm just going to steal it. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to say it. Um, so, so, yeah, I, I would agree with that. Okay, so now business. Yeah. How, to, how to achieve success in business. How? Give me some tactical shit like that. Yeah, yeah. So- partnerships, having the right partnerships, the right relationships. Um, that's big. Referrals is big. Media, man. I'm all about video. Media? Media. Video content. If you're not utilizing your phone and you're not utilizing social media platforms of Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram, you're losing out. Those are the ones I, I don't, those are the ones I push. How do you get attention? You got to create compelling content. You got to create consistent content. Um, it also helps. I mean, if you have subtitles, 85% of videos are watched with no sound, have great time. I mean, just look at your page. I mean, you have some great stuff. Um, you have some great videographers. Yeah, but it's not, it does not get me freaking billions of dollars. It's getting your exposure. It's getting you partnerships. I mean, some of my best deals happen on podcast shows, by the way. When you go on shows, you build a relationship, right? You find ways to work together. When I started out podcasting back in 2015, my main purpose of it was to get to people I normally couldn't get to. And then after the show was over, I'd find a way to make money together. Your podcast is no more. I have it. I haven't released an episode. We have 417 episodes out. Um, I haven't done one in like three months, four. I just didn't want to do it anymore. Doesn't make it over. It just means it's your subscribers there. haven't heard a, uh, a yeah. recent one. Uh, yeah. Because one time I stopped doing dropping bombs for like a month and a half and I got a bunch of DMs and that's how I knew it was working. working. Yeah. Because I did this thing called uh, the bottom line on YouTube. You go there, there's a bunch of little clips of me giving the bottom line. Yeah. They were more costly and, and, and difficult to make than this podcast. Like this podcast is nothing. It's two microphones. I hit record. You saw it. Yeah. It's nothing to do these. I just invite people in, sit down, have a conversation. They leave. Boom. I put it, I upload it. It's that easy. But these ones, I put a lot of time and money in. When I stopped those, no one said shit. And I thought, well, oh. I like those. Well, nobody said anything. So I just I'm said, I'm telling you now, I like them. Well, again, I can't make them for just you, my friend. <laughs> but, but no, I, I, it, I've always wanted to go back and start making those bottom lines because I thought they were funny, but it's just crazy, man. Like Facebook. I put a video that everybody likes on Instagram and says, damn, a lot of engagement. So we'll put it on Facebook and Facebook will destroy it. Destroy it. Scumbag. Salesman. Look at this guy. Yeah. What a dick. Like, how is Facebook so different than Instagram when Facebook owns Instagram? Facebook's an older audience. I mean. Is it? Is that what it is? Yeah. So older people must hate me. I guess. Yeah, because, dude, I put something on Facebook, dude. They just lambasted me. Like, I told a story. You can look it up if you want, um, or you might notice it one one day. I'm, I'm, I'm just telling a story about a pickup line I used one time. Dude, there's over, it's gotten million point eight views. 
What was the pickup line? It, well, listen, it's got a million eight, one point eight million views so far, with over twenty five hundred comments. And yeah. and I just glanced at them to see what they'd say. They were not kind. Now there were some defending me and yeah. that were kind, but dude, most of them was sleaze ball. You need your ass kicked and. I'm just thinking, God. And then I put it on Instagram. And guess what? Everyone on Instagram is like, that's the greatest line I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's awesome. Fire. That's it was funny. like, Instagram's cool. Facebook. Facebook, I feel, has more trolls. Must be or something. Yeah, or they're I really older. Do. I don't know. Older. Maybe it's older. Yeah. I prefer Instagram. I like that audience. Okay. So take, uh, or I mean, um, partnerships, media and video, consistency and subtitles. Yeah. Uh any, any particular channel? What channel to put on? Yeah, like in other for, words. So for me personally, I put it. Platform, I should have said. Platform, yeah. So I'll, I'll take one piece of content and I'll put the same piece of content on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. Same thing. And that's all I do. I just repurpose. But it's the same? Same video. It's the same video. Yep. And I'll do it like I've done it today. I created a video, put it to three platforms. Don't think about it. What happens but, but, is, but these platforms are a little bit different, right? I, I tweak the, I tweak maybe the messaging a little bit. I might put some more hashtags, but I don't overcomplicate it because if you do, you just won't put it out. And that's what people do. They're like, oh, I need to have it just right. I'm, I'm just more about get the content out and do it consistently. And it leads to deal flow. Dude, what happens when you're like, what's your goal? Are you going to retire one of these days? What is I your mean, goal? Are you going to retire? Yes. Really? Yes. You're not going to, as you get older, you're not going to go do fun shit and make money and invest in companies? Well, that's not working. Well, then I'm I'm the same way. Like, yeah. I, I love what I do. I love, for me, I like finding really cool deals, getting a part of them, and helping them grow. That's what I like to do. I love creating content, uh, keep doing shows, and we'll see where 10 years go from now. I will say, you and I have one thing in common, unless you're full of shit, in 2028, I have intentions to run for president. We'll see what happens. Mm. Are you going to do it? Well, I didn't say I, I, didn't say I you said am. You, I said you, I you might. You said it in Jordan Belford's podcast. Yeah, I said I might. Yeah. And I might. It just depends on who's running and what the fuck's going on in the world. Yeah. But no, I'm not afraid to run. Did you remember why I said I would run? Because you wanted to take over Canada and Mexico. No, that's what I would do <laughs> if I won. But no, it's because I want to go down in history yeah. as you know, a presidential candidate. Yeah. Wouldn't that be cool? All you have to do is run. You just have to be a U.S. citizen. You got that. You got to be 35 years old and you got to pay a $5,000 fee. That's it. Why 5,000? I don't know. I Googled it. Is it really? Yeah, 5,000. Yeah, you, you know, you, you people say, well, you can't be a felon. Yes, you can. You can't be, there, there's all these things people think will stop them. Yeah. It's the, you just said them. You got to be from America. Yep. USA, I mean. 35. Minimum of 35. Minimum of 35. And I didn't know about the five grand. Five grand. There was one more though. I can't remember what it was. Maybe there was. Let's, was three let's, now. let's see. Hold on real quick. Yeah. What does it take to run for the United States presidency? Here's what I found. Requirements. Here we go. Requirements. Requirements. Requirements of the president of the United States. Let me see, folks. Mm. Oh, that's some stupid freaking clickbait. I'm going to find out. Folks, if you're out there listening in the control room, find out. What does it take? See, I want to be cool like Joe Rogan where I got my little researcher. Yeah. I can just be like, hey, pull that up. Google that, you know? You just you know, you want to take it next level. We have a drink in our hand and we're smoking a cigar and doing the show. Dude, it's funny. You know Andy Frisella? Or have heard of him? Yeah, I've heard of him. Yeah, so Andy Frisella is like a badass. He's got a first form and racing teams and all that. I told him that exact thing. I said, dude, the coolest podcast would be if we sat here and got drunk and did one. Yeah. Did you mean get drunk or just drink? I mean, you get drunk, but have I would have an old-fashioned in my hand, and I'd have a cigar. Yeah, and by the way, uh, folks, if you guys haven't already went and ordered Brandon T. Adams's book, well, then- I suppose you should pull over the car and go get it. It'll, it'll help him out, first of all. Yeah. Right? It would help me out. Make you a dollar or two. Yeah, make me a couple bucks. Keep his gas tank full. 
Make sure, make sure you can he, take my wife out to a date. Make sure, make sure he can get back to Ames, Iowa, right? Just for visits. Garnerville, Iowa is a home. But I'd, be, but I'd be more interested in going to watch the sh- the show, Success in Your City. Yeah, you'd like it. Well, when's it like? You quit like dragging out the release, like, dude. I I only watch shit like after the season's over. Oh well, it, episode one and two is out. Episode three is October, and then the other two will follow. In the next four months. I only watch shit when it's over. Do you know that? You might have to wait then. It's just, I well, I will. Yeah. I have to. Yeah. I hate watching a show and then next week I got to wait. Yeah. Like you're, you, there's a new show out. The Boys, you seen that? I have been watching that. Yeah, and son of a bitch. It drove me nuts too. Well, again, I, I went through the whole thing and now I'm sitting there week to week. That's why I just said it. I hate it. That's a good show. That's oh, a good show. That's some deep shit. What about... um? What about the show uh, Yellowstone? Man, you're the fifth person on this trip to tell me about that. And Yellowstone. I it's a badass show. Is Kevin dude. Costner? Yeah. Well, there's more people than Kevin, but Kevin's the main dude. Yeah. Yellowstone. It's a freaking good-ass show. And, and dude, it, the season just ended. It's a cliffhanger. Like, remember <laughs> old cliffhangers? Oh. oh, it's a cliffhanger. But now it's like, I'm not going to watch the next season yeah. until it's over. So I can see what happens though, until it's over. What about Breaking Bad? So, man, I, I watched like two episodes of that. I try not to get into it because it's addicting. Well, it was a good show. Yeah, it was the two episodes I saw, yeah. Dexter. Seen a few episodes, fucked up. So no, yeah, good. so no Dexter. I've seen two episodes. Now, three. Two episodes is not seeing Dexter, bro. Okay. You do watch a lot of TV. <laughs> At the end of the day, you'd have, you haven't seen Dexter. What about Billions? No. Fuck, dude, you're missing shit out. Yeah. What about Justified? Oh, fuck yeah. Did you watch all of Timothy it? Timothy Elephant. Yeah. yeah in college. I was in college when we watched right. that. <laughs> we all had our bush light. We were watching Justified. We were like, it would come on that week. We're like, yeah. Dude, Justified's awesome. And then there's one more, Game of Thrones. I've seen four seasons, I think. Three seasons. Seasons? Yeah. Or shows. Seasons. Yeah, so. It was addicting. Why didn't you keep going? Because I, I didn't like that I got addicted. It consumed so much of my time. Yeah. Well, you ever heard of DVR? I, I mean, no, I watched it, I think, on the platforms where I watched it straight. Like, literally. Well, watch. Because a lot of people say it takes time to watch TV. Because people always do. You watch, You don't watch TV. Yeah, I do. Like, I hate when people say, you can't watch TV. Gary v, Gary v doesn't say this. But a lot of people insinuate you can't watch TV. Yeah. Yes, you fucking can. Okay. You don't have to work 18 hours a day. I watch Netflix. By the way, I want to do a shout here. Maybe your audience will help me. The Bomb Squad. I In my book, I talk about how I flew to Netflix to try to get a meeting. And I got escorted out of the building. And then I never got the meeting. I'm 23 emails in to a, a guy that's at Netflix named Ted Sarandos. Shout out to him. He's a very successful man. If anybody can get me in contact with that guy, do it. Ted Sarandos? Yeah. I thought you just said you're emailing him. Yeah, 23 emails. He's opening them, but he's not responding to me. Oh. I don't know if he can, based off of the rules. Big companies, you know. No, of course he can. He doesn't want to. Well, he fucking hasn't yet. Dude, that doesn't, that doesn't mean he can't. Yeah. It means you suck. I guess. What is I, your pitch? What are you saying? Everything's different. I mean, I got a whole thread. I know, but what's the theme of it, bro? He because he know he knows who you are, bro. And I know, he, and that's he notices why I'm you. Up, yeah, because dude, I'll get the same type email. Bop, 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 I even bop. offered money to do a, a twenty minute or a ten minute meeting with him. Well, it's because it ain't about money. Yeah, it was a PS, and I also said, "Hey, I've made this person millions, and I think I can make you millions too." Well, again, I get those all the time, dude. Uh, I'm gonna give, but you, I'm the I, real deal. I'm gonna give you the answer. <laughs> yeah, but I got to get more information. So what's the theme though? The first theme was more about the show. So what I first did when I went to Netflix, before I went, I sent. Are you trying to get him to buy your show? Maybe. Okay. So, so again, is he, a, is he that dude that gets to decide? Yeah, he would. Okay. So keep in mind, everybody wants their show, dude. And especially with Netflix right now, he's probably the freaking king yeah. of it all. Yeah. And so money or nothing's not going to matter. You know what I would do if I were you? I would do exactly what you were just doing. I would try to figure out who knows Ted. That's 
Okay, so that, I do have a buddy that knows him, and I'm going to see him in two days. Then you go with the buddy, yeah, and you figure out how if that buddy's telling the truth. No, he does. He, okay, then, dude, there's there's your end. Fuck the emails. You can you can send them all day long, and they're never going to work. I get emails like that all the time, dude. Yeah. And when they're little, it sounds like they're little entrepreneurs, yeah. you know, just getting started, and they just want to apprentice here and do all this, yeah. you know, and it's almost like, it's almost like I, I, after about the sixth or seventh one, well, now it's getting awkward. So now all of a sudden you, you raise an eyebrow, especially in this day and age. Like, I guess is, I'm getting awkward. Well, the thing, well, you could be after 23 fucking unreturned emails, but yeah. that could also be why you eventually get on the 25th one. Exactly. But, but you could also be stalker at 23. Watch this. So they're coming in, they're coming in. But what I do do is I go, who in the fuck is this? Yeah. And then I look you up. So he's looked you up. Well, he looked me up and he could see a lot of good shit. That's what I'm saying. Google me. Well, he's looked you up. So you know he knows who you are. He's just not responding. Why do you think that is? I know he's a busy man. He's got a lot of money. That's an excuse. It ain't busy and it ain't a lot of money. There's something you're not saying. Let's figure out what it is. Yeah. What what were you going to offer to get people in there? Uh, What do you mean? You You said, if anybody knows anybody, get me in there. Okay. You, How much you pay me to I'll get I'll make you in this there. deal. I'll make this deal. If somebody gets me a meeting with him and it turns into a sale, I will pay you a 10% of the deal. In perpetuity? 10% of the initial deal. <laughs> in the first term of the contract? Yes. All right. So whatever contract. That you, could make you a good amount of money. Right. But if someone is listening to this, they know him, they can get you in the door they DM you, get you in the door. It's worth ten percent of the first term of the initial contract. Yes. So that's a so fair. if it's if it's a million dollar deal, it's they just made a hundred grand. If it's a ten million dollar deal, you just made a million bucks. Just like that. Just like that. And you guys heard it here on Dropping Bizzles with Brandon T. Adams. Now, folks, as you know, I always tell you, go get this dude's book. You got anything else you want to drop on these cats? Because I went through business, I went through love, and I think life is technically business and love, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it is. I mean, I just say, love the show. Keep following Brad's stuff. Um, uh, go check out the book. Follow me on uh, social media at Brandon T. Adams. And just take action. Everybody out there. Like, there's so many people who watch your show. It, you can watch so much, but eventually you got to go do shit. Yeah. And if you don't go do shit... You're not gonna. You're not gonna get where you want. And folks, I'm telling you, you know, I, I take notes as people listen, even if they're young. Like, and dude, I don't really think you're young. I think you're damn near my age. Yeah, really. Because again, I, first of all, I feel thirty. I mean, actually, I feel twenty, but you know, I'm a little older, so it's like you know, when people say, "What? How do you feel?" You know, I feel twenty five, thirty years old, thirty five maybe, at the most. I feel just like you do. That's what's crazy. And then I just start to realize, dude, I'm fifty fucking one. Fifty one. I used to think. 50s when you get yeah. old but now i'm 50 I, it's not when you get old dude so like when gary v says you know you got a long time i see i'm yeah. starting to see what he means like dude i'm 50 fucking one i feel the same as you do and you're gonna be 51 of what six uh 19 20 years? years yeah nine yeah 20 fucking years dude 20 years will go by like this but yet it's a long time isn't that crazy it is so anyway i forgot where i was going with that but I take notes no matter how young people are. I don't really consider you young. I think you're a little seasoned. I'm, I'm talking, you know, if I got a person 20 years old, I'm taking notes. Yeah. Now, you said take action, right? You totally believe in asking for help. So I, I'll give you, give me, I'll give you five tips. Five tips. So this is an acronym, how to train for success. T is taking action, just going for it. R is relationships. The people you surround yourself with, the people you do business with. A is add value. If you add enough value, people will in return pay you, but also you'll get more value in return. I is investing in yourself, whether you're investing in companies, investing in your brand, investing in your self-development. And then the last one is then never giving up. I've seen the darkest of times and I'll tell you my best deals, the biggest successes in life came right after my darkest moments. So just keep going. And that's my formula for life. Every day, that's how I look at it. You need to train. Train, 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 and keep training. Do you like the band train? I've never heard of it. Shut up. I don't think I have. Maybe. Dude, 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 that's a good acronym right there, man. Yeah. Take action. The second one is relationships. Build them, because guess what? Everything that you want, other people have. Add value. 
be worthy. Mm-hmm. I like it. <clears throat> Invest in yourself and never give up, folks. T-R-A-I-N. I like that, dude. There's going to be some serious people getting help from this show. I appreciate you coming in and dropping the knowledge you. that you have. Folks, I know I sounded like Barry White extra on this on this episode. So, man, I'd appreciate it if you shared it out with everybody else so they know what cool sounds like. <laughs> Until next time, keep it real. This is Dropping Bombs with The Real Bradley. Subscribe at droppingbombs.com.